generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in, you are listening to a very special episode of the Keep the Change podcast, because today Mikey's in the studio, you've got Luke and Mikey with you, good to see you mate, we're going to be talking about this fucking phenomenon of quiet quitting. Yeah mate, you're going to have to run me through what the fuck this is, eh? <laughs> I said to Mikey, do you want to cover this as a topic? And he said, yeah bro, so what is that? Uh, because often you don't really keep up to date of the latest trends and the fads and the things. Um, no. So it's, it sounds like it's not for me anyway. <laughs> I I need to try and find a, a definition of it, but it's the workplace trend taking over TikTok, the BBC report. If I look at this LinkedIn article, quiet quitting is in a nutshell about rejecting the notion that work has to take over one's life and that employees should go above and beyond what they are employed to do. Yeah, fuck. I mean, <laughs> you're going to get yourself into massive trouble. <laughs> yeah. this one. Like, there's a there's a free market out there. Like, if you don't like it, just leave and go to something else. Yeah, that's that's what I don't understand. Like, when you grow, you're allowed up, to resign. That's not against the rules. Yeah, just resign and go find a job that you think is better. When you grow up as well, you either throw a tantrum or you default the other way and you treat people like the silent treatment. Like both mm. are loser mentalities, right? Both you learn as you become an adult a shit ways to treat other people. So from what I understand of it, it's basically people um, saying like, I've, I'm not going to resign, but I'm just going to do nothing until something happens. Well, I don't know what the something is that happens, but including the, uh, according to Metro, well, this can fired. take, yeah, can take many forms, including turning down projects based on interest, refusing to answer work messages outside of working hours, or simply feeling less interested in the role. Now, I... Because I, I reckon this would have um, this would have been like misconstrued or misrepresented over time as more and more people talk about it. But I reckon what it would have come from is people going, you know what, fuck, I want to try and take some of my life back, and and realizing that employment has kind of molded into there's no real boundaries anymore unless you set them around work and then your life. And you know, people are emailing on Sundays. Client was emailing me today on a Sunday. Doesn't bother me, but for some people, they'd be like, 
no, like this is my time or whatever. Mm. And so then they've seen this and they've been thinking about it and gone, oh, good, I can subscribe to that methodology. I'm a, I'm a quiet quitter or I can go down that path rather than just setting expectations and boundaries. Mm. But now uh, a lot of, by the seams of it, it's become a trend on like TikTok and stuff like that and people talking about it. But I think you're right. If you, if you don't like something, then either A, communicate it back to your employer yeah, or B, <clears throat> go somewhere else. If you go the wrong way about this and handle it incorrectly, like how people are doing when they're just saying, I'm going to, you know, turn down my vo- work volume and just slowly do the bare minimum until, you know, I either get fired or I'll just resign or whatever the thing is. Like, how does that help you? Mm. Like, the end result of that is bad. If you're doing it, then hopefully you're using the spare time to work on yourself or your next journey to get you out of the environment you clearly don't want to contribute more to than you expect or uh, well, that you think you're expected to. Yeah, I just the market allows you to have a choice. Mm. So, I don't understand what what the problem is. Like if you don't if you've communicated it and, you know, with the people who you're employed by or or the people who manage you or whatever, and <clears throat> the changes that you're after aren't happening or, or and you just decide to curl up into a hole and do nothing, that's a not a good result. You should just resign and go find one that does fit what you want to do. I work with hundreds of business owners, yeah. and one of the main things that I see keeping them awake at night and really fucking with them is their staff. Mm. And there's always the the one bad apple, and it brings everyone down. And it's the what the brain focuses on, like, fuck, the staff member. And it's now, in this country, so hard, perceived to be so hard, to let people go. Mm. Because the first thing they do is go, I was unfairly treated, I'm going to get a lawyer, I'm going to claim a personal grievance. And so business owners feel trapped, especially smaller ones, where they're not just ruthless and go, get the fuck out of here, and we don't care your personal grievance, we'll pay it, just get out of our sight, stop bringing our levels down. Yeah, well, the big boys can afford to do that, right? Yeah. The little guys struggle because, you know, if it, if it costs 30, profit. If, it kills, if it takes 30 grand, that's sometimes like half their year gone. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I think individually, if you can go down the path of stop thinking like that and like, oh, how, what do I get out of this job and all that shit, like your life gets better when you stop thinking like that and when you start thinking about other people. And it sucks because it takes so long to start seeing it come back around. But, you know, if you are hanging in a job to just be like, oh, well, like at least I get paid and I'll do the bare minimum and fuck, then they probably make heaps of money. Like all whatever you've made up in your head to justify why you want to just do the bare minimum and going to just wait until you get fired. Like everybody wants you to leave. Just go. Yeah. You're, You're ruining your staff like the other your team members like that's not a team player like have you ever played a team sport where someone just doesn't turn up to training does the bare minimum comes to training but walks around instead of running i'm not sprinting like why should i have to do that you're like fuck man get out of the team yeah you're not in the team you're you're bringing the team down you're you're trying to bring an individual approach to a team sport yeah i'm not really sure like a lot of these things just take intellectual honesty eh? and like the fact is is that there's already an existing answer for all of this stuff and it's just go and get another job. <laughs> like I, there's, they've they've made up, I feel like the social media narrative of it has 
made up and run with something because we've got nothing fucking else to talk about. Yeah. Like, I just don't even think it's a topic. <laughs> mm. I did speak to someone recently, though, and they told me about how like they're in a working environment and how um, it's got a massive staff turnover. Big company, ambitious company, you know, doing real unique shit. And they said, oh, fuck, you know, sometimes I'm pushing myself to the limit where, like, I know I'm starting to get burnt out and I'm, you know, I'm going above and beyond and it's not healthy for me. But they weren't complaining about it. And I was like, okay, well, you, you need to look after yourself, though. Like, how long can you survive in that environment? And they said, oh, probably, like, I'm already thinking I need to, I need to get out of this because I can't sustain it for too long, which is good. Like, they've identified it and gone, um, I'm going to do something about it, not, well, I'm going to sit here. Yeah, let the company collapse around me, fuck it. Yeah, and just, yeah. you know, poor me. Why was me mentality? But I did a video the other week about how we get 40% of our life each year mm. we're not at work mm. for people that are in employment in a you know an average say corporate type job or a job but you know a lot of people work on the weekends or overtime and whatnot but you get your weekends you get your annual leave your sick days there's so many your weekends and there's about 35 fucking public holidays now mate <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in those days to better your life like I always um, when younger people come to me and they say mate, I'm really like struggling in my job, what should I do? I always teach them the concept of if you're not getting energy from your work, like which who says that's your job's responsibility? You know, that's why so many people for decades, generations have said do something you love because it won't feel like work. Like it's such a simple concept, but it's very hard to do and hard to find. But I say if your work is bringing you down, then you need to find something in your life outside of your work that's going to bring you up. Yeah, so I mean... That find what you love and then you won't work a day in your life thing is like kind of true, but also if you can't do that, you definitely have to find that thing outside of work. So the reason to work is justified in your head. Like I've done <clears throat> work that I haven't liked for way longer than I could have imagined mm. in the past because I had things like plans in my head of what I wanted to achieve, whether it was like free time or, yeah, you know, all of these things you know, it might be a, a car or a house or whatever it is, and that helps you get through the period of doing something that you don't like because there's something that you really want to achieve on the outside. Yeah. So I think the love and passion for something that can keep the drive going. Um, but if you do, if you do do something that you really don't like, just think like, how will this feel if I'm still doing this in five years and make some choices. I don't think we're very good, like we're never going to be advocates for quiet quitting or we're not going to be, this isn't going to be a podcast people listen to and go like, yeah, I can. I should quiet quit as well because both of you have built our success off of the back of learning to go above and beyond and we've done that by choice. No one's asked, no one's asked us to, I've learnt and I'm sure you're probably the same that to get some of the things you want in life, you just have to do it. Yeah, well I throw out like the nine to five, five day work week when I was like 25 and I haven't done it since. So, like, I just have, like, a day as a day, day or night, doesn't matter. If I've got something to do, I do it. And if I want to not do something, I don't do it. A lot of but people, to they won't be spiritual, but there's a, in the Bible, which mm. I don't know how fucking old that is, is you rest on Sunday. The concept's around having one day of rest. Now we want 40% of the fucking year <laughs> off to rest. Like, how tired are people? <laughs> Honestly. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing how we've become so... Silly. Yeah, I just don't like the whole, yeah, I just, 
don't like that 40-hour work week thing. Eh? It doesn't work for me, so I don't do it. Look at... The funny thing is, though, people will... They'll wear a... They'll wear a... These people, some of these people, they'll wear a fucking Kobe Bryant singlet. But yeah. then they'll be a quiet quitter. Oh, yeah. Go talk to... Imagine if you got to talk to him. Hey, man, I'm thinking about fucking doing the bare minimum and quitting, eh? Well, how do you reckon that'll go for me? Yeah. You'd probably be... Oh, turning us great. The door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, I don't have the answer. I reckon just... Well, the good thing, mate, is that it's going to make it easier for people that want to grind to get ahead because it's actually a trap, I think, to start thinking like that because I've had moments, you know, when you get real pissed off at your employer or whatever, and you think, well, fuck you then. Yeah. I'll, I'll be gone. I'll be gone. Like, I'm, I'm packed up, ready to go at 5 p.m. in one second. I've had moments when I've been self-employed when I've thought, fuck this. Mm. I cannot take another day with day of this. But, you, yeah. Just, I think, going back to like the five-year podcast and having end goals and things so you can just charge through that kind of shit, yeah. I think is um, pretty key. If you take this concept and carry it over to other areas of your life, you're going to fuck yourself up. I'll give you a really good example how, because I'm the other way, I always think, okay, what else could I be doing? And I reckon I've probably slacked off a little bit of like, because I've gotten some of the things that I've wanted and broken the back of business and stuff and things are you know going quite well, I'm like, I don't really need to do those, do some of those things. And you, you can fall into that trap. But the other day, for instance, uh, one thing that really winds me up is Taz will put the washing on and then she'll leave the house. And I'm like, fuck, don't put it on if you're not going to be here to hang it out. <laughs> and it really grates me. And she knows this, but she'll be like, oh, and it, you know, so sometimes I'll, I'll come back and I'm like, the washing is still in the washing machine. Like, why would you even put it on? But anyway, um, she's like, oh, well, like, I'll, I'll hang it out now. And I'm like, okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm literally about to leave the house for the day and I can hear the washing machine like going through that spin cycle and I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here before that thing stops because if it stops when I'm here, I should hang it out. Oh, no. And beep, beep, my fuck. (laughs) Put my scooter back, (laughs) get the clothes rack and hang it out because, and I'm not perfect and that, like, I'm not, I could have eat, I had two moments, and I, I learned this a long time ago. And it's you know I don't always do this, but that's just a good example from my last week or so where you can go the right way or the easy way. And I know that it will mean a lot for Tess to come through the door and see, oh, the washing's been hung out because in her mind she's probably forgotten that she even put it on. Yeah, sorry, Tess, I know you'll be listening. And I've got okay, I can either do this or I can go. You know what? I never heard that. I never heard that thing go off. Fuck it, I'll leave that for her to sort out. <laughs> but that is the easy way. And it is so easy just to go, I'm going to go out the door and like, nah, that can be something for her to do. But I'm like, go above and beyond because it could be really, and later that day, well, when she got home, oh, thanks so much for hanging the washing out. And, you know, she's happy about it. So Inside you're just dark. (laughs) (laughs) But you've got to learn to like suck it up and be like, I'll do it. I'll just do it Mm. and, and get it over with. I think that I, I've been practicing this for a long time. Like I would go... Because I like work, so I'm a bit wired the other way. It makes it hard to understand this quite quitting type shit for me because in my job, in um, my very first job out of uni, I would, even my, yeah, every job I've thought, oh, if I just do a bit more than everyone else, I'll get recognised, I'll, I'll get further down the path. And it was just expected, especially in the accounting industry, you're basically, oh, here's your 40-hour job, but you have to do about 67 hours mm. and get paid minimum wage to do the 40. Yeah, And even when I got into... Um, working in public practice in the NACI, I would go in on a Saturday and Sunday sometimes because I'd just be like, oh, all of this shit to do, I'll just do it. And the boss may come in to get something. He'd be like, mate, what are you doing here? 
or, or some of the staff or whatever, I'm just like, oh, just working, just otherwise going to sit at home, so I'm all good. And I wasn't expecting anything more. I was just like, this shit needs to be done. I'm happy to do it. And that's carried over into other areas of my life. And now that I've gone out on my own in my business, I'm like, oh, thank fuck I learned those skills. Yeah, well, all of those things that you do, you can, like, you, you sort of don't expect anything from it except it in, it continuously increases the probability of an opportunity coming up. Mm. And, <clears throat> you know, if if you're doing stuff after hours and over the weekend and, you know, if you're doing it for five years and your income's the same and you haven't had a promotion or something, there's probably something else wrong because all of those things that um, you do over and above, um, and, you know, don't get me wrong, you can definitely end up in a bad company with a bad boss mm. and it it will not work out for you. That's that's definitely a thing. But if you can continuously do those things like you've done in your business and I've done in my business, um, that's when something pops up. And it always is. Like nothing pops up at 10 a.m. for me in the morning like an, a new business opportunity. It doesn't, it's not like... Oh, there's a there's a business for sale at a really good price. That doesn't happen at ten AM like in between client meetings for me. Yeah. It's like something at a drinks on a Sunday barbecue or, you know, because I'm I'm pushing into a certain group of people on purpose and you know, all of these things happen but when you increase the probability of them happening and you're in control of that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's just probably hard for people to see that in a world where we're going the other way where it's around work-life balance and go to a yoga retreat and fucking be all fluffy for the year and stuff like that. And I mean, that's all good and well, but what's the end outcome from that? I remember, I think it's Jim Rohn talks about the average work week is 40 hours. Well, what are you going to get? You're going to be average. If you're prepared to be average, sweet, just Mm. accept it. And, oh, it's unfair. The system shouldn't be like that. Yeah, but that is how it is at the moment. So if you want to just do 40 hours, well, then expect an average life don't ask for more because you don't you're not what, entitled to it yeah that's just the way that the universe works if you could do a 60 hour week for instance well then you're doing 50 percent more than other people you should expect or you'll end up getting 50 percent mm. more than other people and the average people will go like oh, yeah you're the favorite whatever i had when i made this video i had some dude on tiktok say getting ahead in employment's got nothing to do with your skills, your ability, or going above and beyond. It's all about favoritism. <laughs> I was like, I, I replied. I knew they were serious. I said, love your sarcasm. They're like, no, this isn't sarcasm. I'm like, holy fuck, your life's going to be hard. Like, imagine <laughs> how stuck that person's got themselves. Imagine going to work every yeah. day thinking that. I'm not the favorite. I'll never get any opportunity. You're going to act like that. Yeah, that's that's decreasing your probability big time. There is a or high it, chance no one likes you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're acting like that. <laughs> yeah, <that's> Holy shit. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like, how do people grab onto this shit? Like, I don't honestly, know. Is, it, is it maybe, you know, they've seen that with their siblings or something and they think I'm the least favorite, then mm. they're the least favorite the rest of their life. Like, jeepers, creepers, you gotta, you got to look at these things that are bringing you down in your life and go, how can I unlearn this shit? I think it is um, those types of things are when you feel a bit stuck or something. I think they're really hard to see. Yeah, that like there are opportunities that will pop up. Like it's a, it's not it's not exactly like a perfect formula. If you, if you say to yourself, "I'll do twenty extra hours a week at work," 
and a life-changing opportunity will come up. Like that's, there's no real evidence to that, but that kind of thing does actually happen over time when you do that stuff. Like it's just a yeah. fact. Like you get noticed by other people and then you end up getting noticed by a, a like a new level, like a new group of people that are at a higher level than you and then you sort of move into knowing these people and then that opens up new doors and it's just stages of life almost. But you can get on the elevator up or the elevator down and it's your choice. CEO, New Zealand TAB. Yeah. New guy, new yep. guy in the role, probably in there six months. Text him this morning, <clears throat> 10 a.m. Hope you're keeping well, mate. Be keen to sit down. Let's do a one-on-one podcast. It's never been done with a TAB CEO before. Me and you, let's roll. Uh, took him one minute to reply. Sounds good. <laughs> I said, can I liaise with someone to let, this is a Sunday of recording, can I liaise with someone to let me know some dates that you're in Auckland? Because I was saying, hey, can you let me know when you're free? Then I was like, hang on, like maybe I can, he can delegate this to someone so that we don't keep going back and forth. And I just explained where it would be. And he says, I will flick you some date options tomorrow. Hope your weekend is good. Ain't Hey, Luke, why are you doing messaging me on a Sunday, mate? Yeah. You know? The fuck, mate? <laughs> Only this is a nine to five. To Friday. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think you are? He's like, let's roll, baby. You know, it's a, it's an attitude. And attitude, like, this is why he's in that role. Mm-hmm. Because he's displayed this attitude his whole life. What I reckon these quiet quitters, these loud losers, these people that have given up on themselves, what they need to understand is that when the world gets tough and the market gets tough and there are some of these conversations happening, I've heard a number of them this week alone. Yeah. People going, we're going to let 30 people go. We're going to let 10 people go. Oh, we've got a team of eight. We're going to let two of them go. And even this, the older guys. It's everywhere. You're hearing it everywhere. Yeah. They say, they're saying to the younger business owners, they're saying, mate, never waste the crisis. It's a great way to get rid of the deadwood. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think the deadwood is? Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But this is what's going to happen. The quiet quitters will become the loud, that's what I'm saying, they're going to become the loud losers because they're going to lose their jobs and they go, oh, I can't believe this has happened. Like, why? Oh, where's my lawyer? Oh, can I get a free lawyer? Yeah. yeah. You, you want a free fucking lawyer. You don't want to pay for it <laughs> to get me um, a personal grievance to, to like, get more money for doing nothing. All you're doing is just predicting 2023, mate. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary. So, word of warning for all of you out there. I'm sure if you've got this far, like, if you were a quiet quitter, you'd be like, I'm not listening to this dribble. Like, fuck this. This isn't the mentality I subscribe to. If you feel yourself going down this path, just know it's dangerous down there. And it's getting harder in the economy at the moment. And the people that go above and beyond, they're going to be the ones that they're less likely to be let go of yeah, real real value is going to become extremely valuable yes. <laughs> moving forward. Like if we go through a tough time, which is sort of expected now, um, yeah, it's just going to be, I think anyone who has been entitled and taking everything along for a ride is going to get cleaned out. Also, um, I think a great tactic in your head is to think back through the two generations you've seen before you because that's often the most we can remember, right? So if I think about my mum and her life, and then I think about my granddad and my uh, grandma, and then obviously my dad as well, and um, you know my parents separated, so both, like everyone, but those two layers, and think, how did my granddad, how did, how did his life go? And I think, fuck, he worked his ass off. Mm. Same with my nana, and they provided for us, they provided for my mum, and then I think, um, okay, what did mum do for me? Oh, yep, mum and dad sacrificed so that I could go to uni, that's given me the ability to learn heaps of shit. Yeah, it's not necessarily that valuable anymore, but I've then gone on to apply it and look where I am now. And I think 
Imagine if I just roll back to my mum and my dad and my granddad and just start telling some stories about, mate, fucked around, fucked around today, couldn't be bothered, but who cares? My client's still paying the bills, like, fuck them. Are you going rep- <laughs> to call call your client back, Luke? Nah. Nah, can't be bothered, mate. My granddad would probably get me and go, oh, sorry, mate, I'm not, I didn't realise that there were anti-smacking laws. <laughs> Bang. Like, the disrespect of some of these people oh. to forget that the people before you have helped you get to the fucking point you are now anyway, and your employer is giving you a job, is helping you, and you're like, nah, why should I? Yeah. Like, am I on the wrong path here, mate? Or I don't think so. I think it's, I think, um, yeah, this whole like level of entitlement throughout society is pretty unjustified, eh? Like the world we live in now, and if we have an economic tough time, that's fine. But the reality is, is it's not like the depression, eh? Mm. Um, although in Europe with the energy crisis, it looks like it could be coming. But you know, like you've got iPhones and fucking smart TVs and like more instant hits of dopamine than you ever could fucking imagine, and it's almost created. Uh, the world's like a casino. It's, yeah, it's like too easy almost. Yeah, yeah. It's we, so we, easy that it's like you, you have no idea. Mm. <laughs> like we've forgotten what hard is almost. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I think about that all the time for me. Like I work hard, but I don't fucking like have to lift anything. Like yeah. I walk into an office, sit at a computer and send emails and I get paid. Like that's what mortgage broking is. Thinking, yeah. I mean, there's thinking strategy and everything behind it. Yeah, but it. you're not having to do physical. But it's it's yeah. not like I'm fucking nailing down railroads. Mm. You know, like I don't have to clearing trees. I mean, building the first fucking sets of houses to keep us warm. Yeah, like it's it's crazy how different the world is now. Getting in the trench, having a bullet whiz over your head, all oh. of that shit. Yeah. Oh no, nah. it's just got like it's almost like it's it's. Yeah, life is really easy, but people still think it's hard, which is wrong. My work didn't. They took away the beanbags this week. Oh, <laughs> I might change. I might change. Seriously. Yeah, have some gratitude and think about the the amazing opportunities you have in your life and, and be very careful of getting into these circles of this quiet quitting. My one disclaimer, though, is, is that you don't want to stay in a role where you're being flogged and where you're being um, taken advantage of, mm. you're being harassed, you're being bullied, you're being uh, pressured, you, you're being the carrots dangled in front of you. You know that that carrot ain't never going to turn up on your plate. Like, bin that shit, but you've got to take personal ownership of that. Yeah. That's different to quite quitting, in my opinion. Yeah, the, the market allows you to go get another job. Mm. It's already in place. Go do it. Oh, golly. Take action. Remember, if you're so unhappy, why don't you, why don't you speak up about it? Like that's the same in your relationships, with your family, etc., with everything. That's going to do way more than silent treatment and this quiet bullshit. Righty, mate, let's get out of here, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> enough of this. Yeah, good.